ESPN Coastal Adventures. If it's about the coastal outdoor sporting life, you'll find it here. And welcome to Coastal Adventures. I am Cody Queen. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and um, we are brought to you by HH Boathouse. And I am here with Christian Gokel. I, I, hate, I hate this show. I don't want to be on this show anymore. I quit. I quit completely. I quit. And we it's dove season today. I'm excited, man. And football season is back. Know, I know last night was Friday night, but... You still a little? You still feeling a little bit? I had, uh, um, dude, I ate some Popeyes chicken, and <laughs> okay, that's uh, what it was. I, the heat got to me. You know, I got the spicy tenders, and the heat got to me. Okay, that's what it was. It's so, it's, it's so spicy. It's, it's so, so spicy. It's so spicy. But um, yeah, starting dove season today uh, <laughs> at noon. Uh, it's very weird. They start at noon. Apparently, it's a weird tradition here to start at noon. Um, we dude, have Marty Fisher told you all the reasons why they started at noon. He did, but I, I, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm just saying, but it's 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 very unique. It's very unique. Marty Fisher uh, is um, a plethora of knowledge when it comes to anything shooting anything in the sky. It he could knows. be like pterodactyl hunting. He's like, I got oh, it all, he buddy. Knows. He knows. I got it all, buddy. But um, we have plenty of people on today. We have the DNR. We have QDMA for um, deer season. They're out in the field right now. And uh, we are um, getting ready for dove season. And uh, you can't. You 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 are not going to be able to wow. go the first weekend. <sighs> Way to flip it on um, me. Uh, uh, an incident happened where he had a devastating, devastating injury. Dude, I'm still devastated. I don't have a big toenail anymore on my right foot. It's true, but now you're wearing flip flops, and like I always wear flip flops, guys. If you guys ever seen me ever out in public, and you come up to me, you're like, dude, I see why yeah, you wear right, flip flops so, all the time. So stubbed the toe a couple weeks back, bled in my shoe. You were there, you saw it. The tears welling in my eyes. The bloody tissue in my socks. It was bad because the door they were doing three and out, and the door was wide open. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> and then I, I looked over. I was like, oh, the door's wide open. And then yeah. like, Kevin peeks his head around like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, oh, my bad. Like, dude, it wasn't, you know, your toe wasn't too pretty. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've been hurt before and I've had some injuries, but it's very rare that I have an injury that like takes my breath away. Like where I, I <gasps> not only did it take your breath away, it took your toenail. Away, oh, okay. Well, not for two weeks. Cause I was, I'm stupid. And I thought it bled, but the toenail's still there. Everything looks fine. Two weeks later, this <laughs> bad boy started lighting up like Rudolph's nose. And, and you was, show it to me again. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, dude, that, that's hospital. Not, man, don't yeah. do that. Cause. Yeah, headed, well, I didn't even head to the hospital. Went and saw a, a local podiatrist. And uh, Cody, I thought the procedure would be a lot more medically advanced than it was. You know, you think you watch all these TV shows and they have all these cool machines and stuff like that. Nope. It's a damn pair of wire snippers and a plier, and they just pull oh. it off. What is this is a civil war like freaking medic tent? What's Luck, going well, on? They, luckily, they they like they stick a they stick a needle in your toe and numb it. I don't know if it was I don't think it was Novocaine. It's not probably right water, in my mouth. Whatever. But, yeah, Saline. Yeah. No, but they 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 numb your toe and then they put this like they put this like rubber hose around it to cut off the blood supply so it won't bleed. Yeah. And apparently, you don't have any nerves in your nail. No nerves in the toenails. There wasn't pain. But I beg to differ. That there wasn't pain. But the fact that I wasn't unconscious and could watch it, that it was the pressure and just watching my toenail be ripped off like my body, almost pass out. Yeah, I was like, stuff. this is like a torture film. You're like, like uh, see this in the movies. This like is saw, what they, like yeah, this is what they like do that. to get information out of people. <laughs> it's like Russian snatching up yes, a spy or something yes. like that. And so this yeah. dude just rips off my toenail, but immediately felt better. So like all the pressure was relieved under my toe. But Doc said you got to keep it. You got to keep it out of a closed toe shoe for a week. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's actually nice. Uh, so I went you, and bought you are my first... always wearing like sh- shoe shoes. Yeah, I don't. I never owned a pair of flip flops before this. Man, it's 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 liberating. Isn't uh, it's, it? it's I don't think I'll ever put on another pair of shoes. I feel like a hippie now, huh? Like, I don't oh, even feel man, like I'm a hippie. Live I feel in like, the woods and eat I organic. Like, I feel like all the cool guys. Like I go to church on Sunday mornings. You walk into church and there's dudes in their dress pants and got flip flops on. Or I the feel, dude. Oh man, I'm like right. the cool people now. Off off subject a little bit, but we went to see Kirby Smart uh, near Georgia Southern. And uh, this dude, the whole time, he didn't. Everybody was dressed all fancy, and there's one bro sitting there, slick back hair. Yeah, he was fi- he was head. fifty going on seventeen. Yeah, flip flops, just like wearing a cool guy shirt, whatever. That dude, see, man, it was a, it was a flash into my future. It was he, sweet. Yeah, that, see, he's he's got it going on, dude. You gotta you gotta think about that. But we got. <laughs> but anyway, moral of the story: got tortured by a Russian spy. He ripped off my big toenail. Uh, can't wear any closed toe shoes, so therefore. <laughs> Probably not smart to go hunting with your toes poking out. They wanted information about ESPN Coastal. And I didn't give them a it was, dang thing. It was another, I'm a steel trap. It was another like competitive station. They're like, hey, yeah. hey, what do you got? And you're like, oh, man. Nope, I'm a steel trap. Lost the toenail. I'm a steel like, trap. Whatever. Actually, um, I'm not a steel trap. Actually, you're it not. Only, because it only took one. That's it. The rest of your toenails. <laughs> then I gave it gone. all up. <laughs> the rest of your toenails have like, been gone. But um, we have dove season coming up. Uh we have a little bit of time to talk about this. Um, I am looking up on Bass Pro Shops. I'm actually um, one of our good friends is partnered with Bass Pro Shops, and that is Marty Fisher. So pick um, up that name you just dropped. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm going to drop some Marty Fisher. Marty Fisher loves us. Right. Marty Fisher would be on every week if we could have him on. But um, we have a couple of tips on here. One, whoa, 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 whoa! You're handing out tips. Bass Pro Shops. You're, you're ha- okay, good, because uh, I, I remember the one time that you took your son out hunting and you loaded slugs into a shotgun oh, okay. instead We're of pellets. Oh, okay, not happening this time. That was duck season. This is a different yeah, season. Just, uh, I'm sure Colton, before you guys leave and go hunting, he's going to he's gonna check. Hey, he nailed that duck. <laughs> it probably, it probably but, didn't yeah, disappear. There was no duck left, yeah. but he was like, man, I nailed it. Wait a minute. And like Ruger ran out there and he was like, nah, dude, there ain't no duck out here. He's like, there ain't. <laughs> Our golden retriever went out there and he was like, what duck? Like, like, there's, there's no a, duck out here. There's some feathers and a couple legs, but he's there's like, no duck. Swimming around, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be." He just went up there for a minute. I was like, "Come back, come back, come back." And he's getting a little older, so he can't. I can't have him out as much. But like, yeah, that duck was. But gone. yeah, anyway, this is the guy handing you the tips. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's me. Um, um, I've learned from my mistakes, so no slugs. Um, the, we have a man from DNR to tell you, uh, Sergeant Mark what, Carson, what um size slug? I'm um, not slugs. Um. Um, shells you should, be, you should be. I almost did it again. Uh, shells you guys should be using. But here is a few tips. Bass Pro Shops uh, has told us. It says um, hunters must be concealed. Well, not must be, but should be concealed. Doves use keen eyes from high vantage points to spot hunters. So that's a good idea. A lot of people just walk around. You know, uh, I think they think doves are more smart than they are. But like, you can just drive around with your redneck friends and just get out, get out the truck. And why shoot it, them. Why are they gonna be redneck friends? Because they're rednecks. We're all rednecks. If we Whatever you, that. hippie. Yeah, dang, though. You're one for flip-flops, dude. Medically advised flip-flops. <laughs> they're, they're, they're medically prescribed yeah. flip-flops. Yeah, kind of like uh, those flip-flops you get whenever you paint your toenails. Yeah, well, Cody, you actually have to go outside and work to get a redneck, so we take it as a compliment. Oh, I used to, but now uh, I got a nice, cozy behind-the-desk job, and I go out and hunt when I want to. There you go. And now and uh, they're saying, oh, yeah, of course. I think these things, um, they cost a lot of money. So are you guys out there who don't want to spend money on this? Uh, I don't know. Make it out of a pillow and some feathers. I don't know. But Dove Decoy Placement. 
So you get your dove decoys and start placing them uh, more spread out than what they need to be. And then one big group of them, that's what you should be. So, cause there's usually a whole group of them hanging around. So you need um, them to be spread out and then one concentrated spot on there. So, and it says several dove decoys placed near your stand can entice birds to fly by you at close range. That seems like cheating. Baiting. But you can't bait deer on on WMAs, but you can do that. That's a little ridiculous. Seems like cheating, but it's food because we'll go with it. Food attracting is is illegal on WMAs, but actual deer decoys and stuff like that are not. So. But just but just to make sure you can you cannot use food. No, absolutely not. You cannot birds. use food. Right. I actually um I I talked to a guy before I went in. It was a, a game warden by beginning of last season because I don't know how the rules are in Georgia. It was like one of my first years hunting. And he said, and I had a bag with me, and he's like, what's that? I was like, it's deer tracking. He's like, no, 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 no. It's got to be non, non, non-food. Right. Non-food. It's got to, he's like, you can put up a poster if you want. It's fine. Yep. And you can't but, use any live decoys. No, nope. And can't use any sound. Yep. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. So, and, uh, so that's, that, that is the understanding I have on that. And I'm um, understanding dove habits. Doves are actually very chaotic flyers. They're not like the straight geese or straight ducks whatever they um they're almost like they they flutter everywhere and um they kind of like your thought process they are seed eaters they are seed eaters so they don't stay in one one pattern to get it it is my thought process <laughs> that it's that they're seed eaters so they're like scattered around and they need to go everywhere to find this food so they're very um it's it's the morning doves are a very um almost chaotic bird so it's kind of hard to get them you need them down on the ground or closer to the ground to look for seeding than anything else but of course you cannot bait so unless you have it on your own land it's fine but you cannot do it on wmas next one uh dove scouting basics which is ridiculous because what are you going to go out there a week before and uh scout doves look if you take it serious you will are you going to scout doves absolutely not yeah those are everywhere around here but the point i was going to make is if you are going to get out and dove hunt it might be today might be a perfect day because fellas like me even if i had a big toenail that noon there's something else happening at noon that's college football kickoff. So my butt's going to be playing on a couch for about 14 hours. I'm not going anywhere. So this is the time to go. That would be, today would be the day. No one's going to be out there, guys. Go out there. I know you guys are up right now. Like you will literally us. get all the doves. Go out there right now. You guys are probably in the garage working on something or not thinking you're going to go out or whatever. You're driving around. Or you're, you're just waking up. Or to you're our, yard sailing. Or you're just waking up to the smooth voices of Cody and Christian on the air. Of Coastal Adventures. Good morning. Yes. So, um... Definitely uh, go out there and uh, cause a lot of the boys are going to be watching the dogs and Gators and the Vols and FSU and the dogs. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're rambling, Cody. Let's get we to the are. experts. Let's take a break. Let's get to the experts. Well, last one says go get them. All right, boys. All right. Here we go. <laughs> That's what it was. All right, boys. We're going to have to take a – ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to take a break. We are brought to you by HH Boathouse, so we'll be right back after these messages. Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio after this. Now, more Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to Coastal Adventures. My name is Cody Queen, and I'm here with Christian the Gokel. What's going on? And we are brought to you by HH Boathouse up there in the Hilton Head. Hilton Head Boathouse. Go out there and check them. Get a boat. Do it now. Do it now. And uh, you can check them out on hhboathouse.com. That's right. They are great guys up there. So Speaking we are of great guys. We are here 
with Lindsey Thomas, Mr. Lindsey Thomas from QDMA. How are you doing there, Mr. Lindsey? I'm good, Cody. How are you? I am doing great. I am here with Christian Gokel. We are wanted to talk to you about what you guys do. So if you guys can, if you can explain to us and the rest of Southeast Georgia, what is QDMA? We are the Quality Deer Management Association. We're a nonprofit uh, whitetail conservation organization. We are a national and really international organization. We've got Canadian members as well. But our headquarters, national headquarters, is here in Athens, Georgia. Um, I myself am from southeast Georgia, grew up there, uh, but fortunate enough as a deer hunter to be working here for QDMA. And um, again, we're a nonprofit conservation group. Our mission is ensuring the future of whitetail deer, wildlife habitat, and our hunting heritage. And so that's what we work for. We take our members' dollars and spend that to, to ensure that whitetail populations are sustainable, healthy, and that hunting is uh, a legal pursuit so that we can enjoy this uh, wildlife resource. And what would you say is the biggest area where you guys work, like your biggest goal to accomplish every day in regards to making sure that population stays where it needs to be? Well, we spent a lot of time in the early years. QDMA has been around 30 years now. This is our 30th anniversary. And um, in the early years, we spent a lot of time on education, working with hunters to help them understand scientifically, scientifically sound deer population management. Uh, we had reached a point where the old guidelines of never shoot a doe because you're trying to restore your population, that was no good anymore. We had restored deer. Now they were too populous in many areas. And in many areas, too, we had had too much pressure on young bucks. A lot of folks were shooting the first buck they saw, first legal deer. And so we had overpopulated deer, but almost no adult bucks in the population. So we spent a lot of time just educating deer hunters about how they could do a little trigger management, take does when they needed to, protect a few young bucks, and some of the benefits you get as a deer hunter when you have more adult bucks out there. Uh, things like getting to see grunting and chasing and more scrapes and rubs. And then, you know, as a hunter, rattling and grunting work better when you have more adult bucks out there. So we worked on that for a number of years, and we've come a long way. We feel like we've had a big impact on North American whitetail hunting and improving deer populations. So today, I would say that we still do the education. We spend a lot more time now focused on a handful of what we feel are fairly serious threats to the future of deer hunting. Those are things like declining hunter numbers and declining access to hunting land, and then also some threats to the deer population. There are some diseases out there that concern us. Uh, there are a lot of other issues like that, uh, habitat loss, predators, uh, a number of issues that we feel like we've got to address, both on the hunter side of the equation and on the resource, the deer side, to ensure that the future of hunting is secure. So we spend, I would say today, more time now working on those challenges to the future than we do on educating deer hunters about quality deer management, that we still do that a lot too. So we have a good friend from the show named Grant Woods. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he does a oh, yeah, lot of the deer management, friend. and uh, he does the buffalo system. He does he does the no-till drill and all that good stuff. So you're telling me today you guys are having a work party. So what's going on at your guys' work party today? Well, we got uh, very fortunate uh, just about a year ago. We have a 23-acre headquarters site here in Athens that was donated to us by a member. And then last year, another member who acquired – had a good year and acquired some more land near us, came in and gave us the 130 acres next door to the headquarters. So we now own 150 acres on the outskirts of Athens. Uh, 
And what we plan to use that for is some of our programs to introduce adult new hunters to hunting uh, through programs that educate them about how to hunt, guide them, uh, pair them up with mentors, and take them hunting. And one of the things we really sort of lack with these programs is not uh, people to take hunting so much as places to take them. So this 150 acres right near Athens is going to be a great asset for us for that, and we are scrambling right now to get it ready for the first deer season. We are putting stands up. We are uh, doing uh, a lot of beginning some some habitat improvements, um, working on stuff like that out here, uh, putting in uh, perimeter trails, access routes to deer stands, and getting it ready so we can uh, guide some new hunters out here this year. And that's what we've been doing. Tell us a little bit about how you help with the conservation and the population control in areas where you can't necessarily hunt, i.e. neighborhoods or state parks, kind of like we have down here at Jekyll Island. Right. So, I'm sorry, did you, what was the question? I was just saying, I was asking how you help with the population control or their overall health with those deer. With those deer, you know, it's a little bit more of a touchy situation. You can still have suburban bow hunting in those situations to help deal with, deal with the population. Um, but it is a little more delicate. Folks who do that need to be communicative with homeowner associations and neighborhoods and talk to them about, you know, what's going to happen um, and, and make sure that they are, you know, sensitive to the homeowner's interest there. Many homeowners, of course, are happy to try to help control the deer population because they can't grow flowers and shrubs in the yard because the deer eat them. So, um, you know, it's, there's definitely a way that you can hunt those deer, and we certainly help our members learn how they can uh, get, gain hunting access in areas like that while also being sensitive to, you know, the concerns of hunting in a suburban area and ensuring that, you know, when you go and hunt a situation like that, you've got to be willing to take does. That's how you control deer density. So if you're sitting there passing up does waiting on a buck to come by, you're not helping those people. And that's another thing that we try to teach folks going into a situation like that. And again, I'll ask you the same question about the neighborhoods in regards to our state parks. Like, for example, I mentioned Jekyll Island down here. Do you guys work with those associations as well? Um, no, I would say not directly. Um, uh, you know, certainly Georgia has some state parks now that have started to implement some hunts where it is feasible. Uh, and, and in the past, some of our parks were really terribly overrun with deer and they have really had a bad habitat situation there they've started recently in the last few years to have some quota hunts on some of the parks um and those have been a success we cheer those on because that's access for folks uh to have place to go and, and hunt um now every park of course is not going to set up for that i don't know whether jekyll you know would be feasible or not uh, but certainly you know we'd be happy to to work with any group that wanted to learn from us the ins and outs of scientific deer population management. Yeah, I could go on all day talk about the Jekyll Island deer problem. They're very malnutrition down there. There's not enough food for them. There's too many of them. But that's a I can literally do a whole show on that. But I was looking at you guys' website. Um, you guys have hunting liability insurance. I own my own land, and I do have friends that go out there and hunt on it. And it says it costs however much per acre. Can you guys tell me about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd want you to call the office. I can't quote any rates to you off the top of my head, but we do have that program. Um, it comes with QDMA membership, both for the hunters that are covered and, and uh, the landowners involved. And the nice thing about that is, um, you know, it's not, it's better than your average insurance uh, program. It is designed for a hunting situation. It covers special things like 
things that go on uh, on hunting land, hunting properties, use of ATVs and climbing up in deer stands and things like that. So you know that uh, when you're hunting somewhere, and, and sometimes this can be a plus when you're asking someone permission to hunt their land, to show them that you're going to be coming with your own insurance that covers you and protects them, and, and everybody's you know safe. Yeah, it's to get that is, information um, on that. Just like you said, you saw it on our website. You can uh, check out an application form there with all the rates. It goes by acreage, so the smaller acreages are cheaper. Uh, but it really is you know pennies to the acre. So it's definitely something I think all hunters should have. Yeah, I've never heard of that until a while. I've heard like big hunting clubs having that kind of stuff but i've never heard it to be so low for like the smaller landowners and all that stuff to have all right mr Lindsay thomas could you please tell the people out there where to find you and how to get in contact with you yeah the best uh, way is our website qdma.com or give us a call here at the headquarters 800-209-DEER and they also have a good social media stuff out there. Go to their Twitter. That's how I got in contact with them. They put, they put out a bunch of good articles, a bunch of good information about how to improve your deer herd and the deer quality. But Mr. Lindsey Thomas from QDMA, thank you for being on Coastal Adventures. Guys, thanks so much for having me. All right, that was really good stuff from the QDMA. They, these guys know what they're doing. They're out there. He's actually in the field right now with a bunch of interns and his employees, and they are getting ready for the upcoming deer season. His name is Lindsey Thomas. Check them out on their Twitter. Check them out on their website. Great guys, great ladies. They are doing great stuff for our outdoors. But right now, we're going to take a break. But next up, we're going to have Sergeant Mark Carson from the DNR. Lots of good information Blew my mind when I was talking to him on the phone before we got him on of how much stuff he wants to talk about and his knowledge of the stuff that a lot of people don't know about. So we're going to have him next up, so stay tuned. We're going to take a commercial break. Don't forget, we are brought to you by HH Boathouse, and we'll be right back after these messages. Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio after this. More Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to Coastal Adventures. We are brought to you by HH Boathouse. You're in the area. Go up to Hilton Head Boathouse and check them out for a boat, hhboathouse.com. I am here with Christian Gokel. Um, we're having fun. Opening day of dove season. Go out. My son is actually one of his favorite things to do is go dove hunting. It's very fun. You don't need a huge weapon to go do it it's smaller shotguns and spread spread out um uh all kinds of pellets and so it's extremely fun right now we have mark carson sergeant mark sergeant carson. mark carson i'm sorry i was in the military if i don't call you sergeant i'm gonna have to do some push-ups right but uh, we have him on the phone right now how you doing sir good how are y'all this morning so you are from the Georgia DNR you guys are doing great things out there we have a good friend named Colonel Buck Bennett that's out there. Um, he's probably the most terrifying human being I've met in a long time. <laughs> but he's a very good guy. He was in the Army for, like, ever. And uh, he is with you guys. He's been with you guys for a while. So we have to talk to you about dove season. Dove season's here, and uh, we're, we're all going to have fun out there. So tell us what you guys got going on, what new regulations are out there, or what regulations people need to know about. Well, right now, you know, dove season today opens up at uh, noon today at 12, uh, and it will stop at sunset any day after that that is, that is in, it will be a uh, half hour before sunrise to sunset. 
anybody over 16 uh, years of age needs to have a uh, hunter education and a uh, Georgia hunting license uh, and a shotgun and a place to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we like to go to all the WMAs around here. And uh, is it is it legal to get doves in the woods in your backyard with like a pellet gun? No, not a pellet gun. Uh, to have a to hunt small game, which a dove is considered a small game, you got to use uh, number two shot or uh, larger. I'm sorry, number two shot or smaller uh, shotgun, or you could use a bow. But shooting a bow uh, at a bird is a little bit harder than uh, it is with a shotgun. So there you go. And of course, dove season runs from today through the 16th, and. When you see the 15 per day limit, but then you also see the 45 in possession, explain to folks what that means. That means if you're on a, at a campsite, on a WMA campsite or in a state park, and you're checked, you only have 45 doves in your possession uh, during, that, during that camping outing. That's, that's actually, when he was asking that question, I was like, wait a minute, how, okay, yeah, when you go out there in the trips, you're going camping, and all those kind of stuff. So when you're going out camping, say you're at the WMAs, you're going camping. What are what are some of the rules they have to abide by for by, by having firearms out there while you while you're out there in the camps and all the other stuff? Yeah, the guns have to be unloaded and uh, cased in a uh, uh, somewhere in the vehicle uh, or in your campsite. Uh, that's just your campsite is considered your like your uh, your house at the time, so you can have it around, but it cannot have it in any uh, loaded vehicles, uh, anything like that while it's moving down the road uh you have to camp in uh, approved areas and um uh just check the the wma you continue uh, would like to go to and it'll give you a uh site of where they do allow camping or they don't allow camping and break down the firearms for us of course there's got to be a shotgun like you said how many shells or how many rounds can they have in that shotgun you can only have three uh one in the one in the chamber and two in the magazine you have to have some kind of solid um, plug in there that can't be just taken out uh, easily to uh, make sure it only, it only hold those th- uh, two shells in the magazine. So you're saying I can't go full out Rambo or let's say um, Urschel from freaking Walking Dead, unlimited shotgun rounds is blaring them out in the sky? Not at this time. <laughs> okay, so no like anti-aircraft World War II kind of German kind of thing going on? No, a little bit too much. Dang. Oh, thank you. I just ruined all our plans. <laughs> I ruined all. I was going to blow everything in the sky. I'll never miss. It's bow, 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 bow. Bet, like, just bring out, like, one of those Segas out there and just go, yeah. doon, doon, doon. But um, I know you guys have probably more knowledge about this. What are questions that you guys get the most when it comes to the beginning of dove season? Uh, a lot of people, they'll call in complaints that pellets are hitting their house uh, if it's in a, in a neighborhood or in a. Uh, I'd, I'd call that complaint in populated area they're there there's nothing really we can do uh we can't ask them to stop shooting because they're on their property they can they can shoot the pellets aren't going to hurt your house um they're not going to hurt you if they if you get peppered with them um that's that's one of our biggest calls is people shooting next door to someone and they're not familiar with hunting or they don't like hunting that's almost like the um southeast georgia redneck drive-by not on purpose though obviously right uh and then another question for you for someone out in a boat that they have that say they just have a smaller boat that they like to take out in the marshes to go dove hunting what are the regulations on hunting from a boat uh the boat cannot be under power you have to you have to be parked somehow or anchored out uh and everybody on the boat still has to have a wearable life jacket 
You don't have to have it on, but you do have to have one with the, with you in the boat. Is there anything that you guys are focusing on this year when it comes to dove season, making sure you guys are keeping tight and regulated? Uh, again, every year we check check bag limits to make sure no one's got over 15 birds per person. And then also we're also checking for safety, which we also want to make sure no one is uh, hunting under the influence. Uh, and it's, they have, it comes with the same penalties as a boating under the influence or a driving under the influence. You can lose your hunting privileges up to a year or more and, you know, suffer fines as well. And now I know you have to regulate it a lot, but I'm sure, like you said earlier, you like hunting. Are you going to try to get out this year? And if you are, what's your favorite place to go? Uh, I like to go to WMAs. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very inexpensive way to go hunting uh, compared to paying a uh, you know, hunting club fee. Uh, most of them run anywhere from 1000 to $1,500 a year, and you can purchase a hunting license and a big game license if you like to hunt deer and go to a WMA for less than 50 bucks. Wow. And when it comes to going to the WMAs, I know a lot, a lot of people get it all mixed up and or just forget about it. How does the sign-in, do you sign in for dove season, or is that just for big game? No, it's for anything. You can sign in one time, and you can sign in at the kiosk there at the check station, or you can now, there's an app, you can do it on the phone. Oh, there's an app on the phone. There's an app it's for 2018, that. It's 2018, Cody. Uh, hey, man, that, that's, I did not know that there's an app on the phone. Okay, I got another question. I got a son. He's 10 years old. What are the regulations for children to go out there? Uh, for for anyone that is 12 to 15-year-olds, they can hunt unsupervised as long as they have completed hunter education. If they have not, they'll have to be with someone uh, over 18 uh, with a hunter education until they can get their hunter education card at age 12. And no matter what, they have to be in orange, right? Not during dove season. Uh, no, not during dove season. Okay, Only see. during the firearms deer season, you need to wear your fluorescent orange. Okay, so I was not aware during dove season that you did not need to wear orange. So that is a good information that we have out there. So if you guys are out there with your children, just like you said, if they do not have the hunter safety course, and so you guys have to be with them. Yes. And if you can get our hunter safety course online uh, or through our office, uh, you can go to our website at G-A-D-N-R-L-E dot O-R-G um, and look at all the information there. And Sergeant Carson on here with us from the Georgia DNR. When you head out, what's your loadout look like? Are you using a side-by-side? Uh, we'll, be in a, we'll be in pickup trucks uh, moving around, and sometimes we'll be sneaking around on feet, on our Uh-oh. foot. I can't sneak around on feet. I'm too fat, so I breathe heavy. <laughs> so there's no way. So, um, all right, well, what I like to do – is go out on some four-wheelers. So what are the regulations on four-wheelers, actually? Because I know a lot of people think that you can almost have it loaded and ready to go and just hop off four-wheeler like, like, like that vehicle is some kind of different. For a four-wheeler, it has to, you know, it is an off-road vehicle, so you cannot drive it on public roads. And then on a wildlife management area, you can only use it on, on certain, uh, on the main roads. You can't take it off the roads. Uh, a lot of them are closed for foot traffic only, um, so you cannot go past that as well. All right, sounds good. All right, Sergeant Mark Carson, thank you uh, for all your time. If you have any information to put out, like your website or anything like that, you can, you can please tell the people now. Our website is gadnrle.org. It's the Law Enforcement Division of uh, the Department of Natural Resources. Uh, or you can call our office at 912-264-7237 if you have any questions. All right, there. Uh, that is Sergeant Mark Carson. Thank you for being on. Yes, sir. Thank you. And, of course, that was Sergeant um, Mark Carson from the DNR. 
Christian got in contact with him, was saying, hey, I, I can be way cooler than Cody Queen on the on the air. So he brought him on. Yeah, I mean, he would definitely not have come on if you were the one who asked him. He was like, who is this psychopath? Get out of here. Like, I'm over here just laughing all the time. The, about but stuff. the point about the orange, though, it's got to be cool for some people that they don't have to wear orange when they're going out dove hunting if they thought they did. Same time, though, if I'm taking my kid out, not that I have a kid, but if I'm taking my kid out hunting, I'm probably decking him out in orange anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. How are you going to explain that to Miss Brianna when you come home and Colton's got just like a, a side little full pepper? Of a, like he went out hunting with Dick Cheney or something. I know. <laughs> and then and then Colton has to apologize to it for, for getting hit. He's but the thing is with um a lot of people, I was actually talking to some people, they're just like, well, I'll just take my boy out there with a pellet gun. You can't. Nope. You can't, can't take him out of that stuff. It's going to be an actual firearm. I know. You want to ease your kids into um, firing firearms. No, throw them in the deep hunting. end. Yeah, just you got to get into it. Um, DNR says no way, so you got to have it in. But um, Christian, we are running out of time right now, so we're going to have to take a break. Sounds good to me. All right, well, we are uh, brought to you by HH Boathouse, so um, stay tuned, and we'll be back after these messages. Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio after this. More Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to Coastal Adventures. Oh, that was extremely I'm screwing up these uh, intros. Wait, who are you? I am um, I am uh, pumped. It is uh, Must be on some Benadryl. Tough day. Oh, man. We'll get in that in a minute. But we are brought to you by HH Boathouse. Go up there. Hilton Head Boathouse. HHBoathouse.com. They got the deals. I'm telling you, you need to get in the water. Dove season's here. You want to you want to you want to get them from the boat. Go to HH. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go up to HH Boathouse. You're going to buy a boat. You're going to take it into the water, into the marshes back here. You're going to shut it off and anchor down, and you're going to hunt dove from it. Hey, you learned from DNR out there. That is my do. friend uh, Christian Gokel. I am Cody Queen. So we are finally back. That was a good intro. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Except intro. for like the, your part, the high the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the high voice. But we um we are having a great we had a great show. This is the ending. We ran out of time too quick. One hour is not enough to talk about stuff that we like and hang out with each other and make fun of each other and talk to people who know, obviously. Speaking of making fun of each other, yes, Cody, I think I figured out what's wrong with you. What's wrong with me? And I don't think it's repairable. The Army did. That's what I'm going to blame. No, on. no, no. It was before that. I'm blaming it on the Army. It was before that. Oh, yes. Don't try to blame it on the Army. Yes. It was, yes. Teresa. I'm, yeah, I'm blaming Listen it. Up. You know the whole nature versus nurture thing? I'm blaming it on the nurture. Yeah. You're, uh, so your son's birthday was a few days ago. Plethora of children were there. So many kids. Plethora. So you many beat kids. them all up with balloons. I did, but we're not talking about me. But when you, we're not you talking did. about it me. It was awesome. But we're at your house, and your mom's there enjoying your son's birthday, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, little, I, little Miss Gracie comes up. Your daughter comes up. She said, her, so, her throat's a little sore. What did grandma say? Cody, you got some Benadryl? She goes, I got my stash right here. <laughs> like, what, mom? Like, what, you got Benadryl on a flask or something? What's going on right now? Why are we sedating your children for sore throats, Cody? Uh, no, I don't. Is this, is, this how, is this how she raised you? My niece, yes, yes. <laughs> My niece and nephew, she was like, oh, we just give it to them because they have allergies. I'm like, do they have allergies? Do two-year-olds really have that bad I think of it was more along these or lines. Or do they have, uh, Grammy needs some sleep tonight, so <laughs> let's go night-night. Kind of problem. That's what I think it was. I think it was, Cody, I'm so tired of you asking me for things like food and water. Here, take this. Bam, Cody's out for two days. And my dad, Lester's over there just like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Cowboys yeah, are on. Yeah, whatever. Cowboys are on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch some Cowboys, and I love some Steve Harvey. You know what he loves? He loves um, uh, Hallmark Channel, believe it or not. 
Hallmark That's Channel. A great channel. Hallmark Channel and BET. They have quality production. Hallmark Channel and BET. It's That's all, what it's all likes. Watches. Oh and my, my God. mom's like, oh, I can't. my mom used to love it, but now I think my mom's like, all right, let's watch some ABC or like no. something else. No. But he's like, nope, Hallmark nope. Channel, BET, all time, Hallmark Channel. He loves Hallmark Channel. So, so you're you're dosed out on Benadryl right now, and you're mm-hmm. also tired. And you've been tired for like three days from one 10-year-old football practice. Oh yeah, I'm, dude. Yeah, dude. yeah. You didn't mishear that. They people allow Cody near their children. Yes, I am a coach of the ten U rec, one of the ten U rec ball um, football teams, and uh, we had we were short some kids, so we were playing defense, so we didn't have any other kids on the other side to do work. Mm. So um, I, I I ran plays. I used to be running back back in the day, and uh, I was barefoot, and I cut these kids up but then i They're realized 10. yes i know it was easy it's like them kids dudes playing like basketball and i was like destroying them but um i, I did it too hard they're 10 year olds cody i did it too hard too and i was and you're like, regretting it now oh it's bad my legs are killing me and i'm just i'm just absolutely dying and i i, I don't feel well i don't i don't feel well guys i don't well are you gonna are you gonna be able to get out there out of your benadryl haze and your tiredness and hunt today no i think i need benadryl to go back to sleep tonight because <laughs> i'm gonna be in so much pain i need it mom i need your flask of benadryl <laughs> and whatever concoction that you got and uh so i need i need to be put down but we had uh plenty of guests on today enough about enough about me enough about me all these uh all these great guests that we got today and um it was a it was a fine fine coastal adventure show yeah big thanks to mark carson for coming on from the georgia dnr ton of information for you guys heading out to dove hunt make sure that you're out there with your gun plugged no more than three rounds no pellet guns make sure you're not shooting off of a vehicle no pellet guns including boats no pellet guns make sure that you're dressed appropriately yes but you don't have to wear orange you don't have to wear orange, you don't have to wear orange. I'm, I'm with with younger children i would advise it make sure you have your hunting license on you. Make sure you've been through the training. And if your kid is between the ages of 12 and 15 and they have their hunting license, you can just say, go out there and get you some doves. Boy. Yes. And also bring at least you guys be walking around and bring enough water, food and stuff like that in a backpack and a first aid kit, just in case. Would Benadryl. Be very helpful. And Benadryl, just in case the allergies start getting a little, little high up there. Uh, my mom can, uh, um, hook you up with her local dealer called Walgreens, and um, <laughs> it will be uh, it will be awesome. But we are running out of time. It was a great show. Um, Mom, don't kill me. Uh, I didn't mean it. So, and um, she already tried to. Yeah, I know, right? Multiple times. It was a great show. Thank you for DNR being on, um, Sergeant Mark Carson. Thank you from the guys from QDMA. Great guys out there doing great stuff all around the state of Georgia for deer hunting is one of our awesome things that we do in Georgia. We have great deer herds around here and they are making sure they are healthy and good enough for us to eat. So it is awesome. So right now we are going to say goodbye until next week. And uh, this has been Coastal Adventures. Christian Gokel. Let's go watch some football. Cody Queen. We are out of here, guys. So stay in the water, stay in the woods. And we are out of here. Tune in next week for more Coastal Adventures on ESPN Radio.